0: الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه معين أما بعد فعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما خلقت الجن والإنس إلا ليعبدون وقال تعالى الذي خلق الموت والحياة ليبلغكم أيكم أحسن عملا وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إنما الأعمال بالنيات وَإِنَّمَا Faman kanat, إِلَى So inshallah today I'm going to teach, uh, an introduction of uh, Imam shatibis great work, Al <coughs> To this book uh, when I was in, uh, a student, uh, I read uh, once uh, under the in, uh, in instruction and uh, guardianship of one of my teacher, and then I, again I read many many of the uh, of the discussion in this book. Uh, once I was teaching a course on, on Maqasib and the third time actually, uh, you know, I, I I read many parts again when I, I'm going to teach uh, for for this course. Though in meanwhile, sometimes I have been referring here here there. So every time I read this work, no doubt, really, you know, I learn so much. This this is really no doubt one of the great work of Islam you know, the few things which have been written, you know, with a properly and, you know, full, full effort. You know, this is one, one of the, those top works. Imam the book al Muafaqat in our time, actually last century, became very, very famous, very well known. And uh, so much has been written about al Muafaqat and Faqul Maqasid, you know, and, but when you read the book, you can see most of the things, what is said about Muafaqat actually, nothing to do with Al-Muafiqat people have picked up you know his certain words and they are using them, it suit them. But it's not what he says, if you look properly from the end to from beginning to the end, the book is completely different, actually opposite of what people have been saying. So that why you know in this course today I am not going to, to <laughs> refute because that I have done anyway. I will just teach you what the book is, you can see yourself and then go home and read properly you can see what, what this man is teaching. So this is the one thing, just, you know, a book is there, it is printed. So you can go yourself and, and read. So don't trust in don't rely on me or on anybody else. Just see what Imam al himself said. You know, he wrote uh, this book in a time of decline. You know, in Spain, Muslim, no doubt, Muslim, Islamic civilization in Spain was very great. But when Imam al was there, that is the time of, the, of decline. And the last uh, kingdom which was left in Spain was the uh, kingdom of uh, Granada, Granada. Before that, you know, the whole Spain, part of France, and what is you know, Portugal, you know, Muslims used to rule all this, you know, very powerful, you know, empires there for a long, long period, around, you know, six, seven hundred years, maybe more than that. Shahat uh, this time is very time of decline, when, you can know, kind of see Muslims are weak, and Maliki fiqh has become very rigid, and Maliki jurists are very, very lucky. You can see, if you want to understand this thing, if you go to India, for example. You can see how Hanafi Madhavid in some madrasa are so rigid. The same thing was Maliki Madhav. So much rigid. And people are using, you know, juziyat, you know, particular things of, 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 of the, of the madhab to justify many, many things. If somebody is rich and they want to find a solution for him, they will find for him those examples of the letter Fuqa and the help him. So all the time this going on basically helping the people with like in our time, we want to find any solution for in any problem in finance or anything like that. So we can find, you know, examples from the later fuqaha and so- solve the problem. You know, Shatibi could see that this, this way basically going to demolish whole Sharia. Because you know, what people are justifying it, it goes against the spirit of, of, of the religion. It is exactly the same thing what Jews have been doing, you know, at the de- their decline. When Isa came, the Jews basically all focuses on the minor issues and they want to justify every single thing. They disconnected the whole religion from its spirit. So when the religion becomes just form, you know, and the spirit is not there, it's a very, very difficult time. Then Shahtibi, you know, really think and, and, and shall I quote him properly, just uh, just uh, give background what he's doing. So he, he realized that this thing is going to demolish the whole Islamic society. So he is, you know, starts thinking how to rebuild again. So he wants to connect uh, you know, the people with the with uh, with the with the real I- religion basically. With you know, why Islam came what the purpose is, the ibadah of Allah, the piety, the fear of Allah, you know. So when you do, when you follow any ruling of a faqih, think really how it helps you in your ibadah. Think how it makes you more pious. Think actually how it helps you in all those things. So he always, is keen, he's keen mm-hmm. to connect every minor issue with its major root, how it is connected. He wants to connect that. So if it actually, do you achieve anything or not? So, this book was really written for a for very, very big purpose, and in our time, it's really very useful. But again, you know, when people decline, what happens is, to, instead of to raise themselves to the level, high level, you know, the, like, you know, in our time, what we do, instead of we can raise ourselves to the level of the Qur'an, we actually lower the Qur'an to our own level. Instead, of we, you know, to raise ourselves to the level of al-muafaqat, what we're doing is, we are actually lowering uh, to our level, to, want to justify every single thing. Though it is not there. So, you know, this thing, Inshallah, uh, you will see with the examples and discussion that in, uh, and I have selected from, from al muafqat Every single chapter, so you can see it in that. And actually, I want to think, can I summarize this book? So I realize this book never can be summarized. You no, know, there's no single thing in the book that you can feel to leave it out. And one thing about also shocked because I've been teaching now Ar-Isarim uh, al uh, so much similarity. What Imam Shafi has said more eloquently in the language of the early people, you know, Shatibi, they say same thing, but more using, you know, philosophical terminology, exactly same thing. Meaning is, Shatibi, the book you can see, they are like extension of al but it is so much different from what Ghazali, Imam al haramain Imam Ahmadi, these people have been developing as the name of Sulaqq, actually he refutes them anyway, so it is so much different from them. It is really very, very much, sometimes the same wordings, exactly same thing, what Imam Shafi said. Same thing is what Imam Shatibi said. Both are very, very similar to each other in, in this matter. So this inshallah also can be seen. And also I was shocked really many, many ideas with Walidullah Dehlvi, you know, is actually known in India. Many of them, is certainly they, they are very much in Al-Muaffaqat. In I don't really say think that Walidullah Dehlvi had borrowed from him. I don't know if he knew Al-Muaffaqat or not. If he knew Al-Muaffaqat, certainly he must have benefited. If he did not know, so it could be that in a too great mind, they say the same thing. It sometimes can happen. So there is so much similarity also between Waliyullah Dehlvi and between uh, Imam Shatbi, And also, you know, I was reading the discussion in, in Muafiqat uh, about Al-Quran, what, when he writes about Quran. it is so much similarity between him and between Mulla Farahi. So i was thinking, we are so much amazed by Mawla Farahi. But I, again, I don't really believe, I don't realize, don't think Mulla Farahi ever has read Muafiqat. It again could be same thinking because, you know, I, he never refers to al-Mu'afaqat. He read Ibn Taymiyyah, he knows Ibn Taymiyyah, he knows Ibn Qayyim, he, but he never mentioned shatibi. I don't think he, he ever knew shatibi. Otherwise, it actually much, much more improvement because shatibi you know, one thing about Maula Farai is not so eloquent writing. Maybe eloquent in thinking, but not writing, because you know, Arabic is not his language. But when same points are discussed and written by Ibn Qayyim or Ibn Taymiyyah or like Ibn Shatibi, it is more eloquent, nicely, so you can see. That's why one of the barriers between Maula Farahi and Arab people is that people cannot you know read his language, it is so different you know, so it, it, it takes a lot of effort. But anyway, so that Alhamdulillah one, one thing good I realize that you know how the scars are similar to each other. Maybe they benefit from each other, but also they are so much similar to each other and also their approach to the Greek logic and philosophy, you see Ibn Taymiyyah and then Shatbi, then you know Maula Farahi. All these people, they are experts of Greek logic. Mulla Farahi knows Greek logic and philosophy Shatibi is so much expert of that, I mean, but all of them, you know, they understand the limits of Greek logic and philosophy, and they also understand the problems of that. They, this, also find, you know, so much similarity between all these people. So, inshallah, some of those examples will come throughout the day. Before I start, I will just like to discuss a few things to which are very key things in, in understanding of Shatabi. You will be thinking, really, first thing I should introduce, Maqasid, that is what people know but I don't really think that's so important. There are one thing you have to know in is in, in work is Kulliyat and Juziyat. That actually all the time keeps coming. So first understand what kulli and juzi is, but well, before that, one has to know what Kul and juzi is. So Al-Kul means whole, and juzi means part, that actually, you know, like, it's just an Arabic word, you know, if you translate it in English, it's the same meaning. So what it means whole in English, same as a Kul, and what it means part in English, same thing as juz. So there's no difference. So I wrote in Arabic you with know, that I am going to use, it. but there's no difference between al kul and whole, and between al juz and part. This is how Allah has made the things, and that's how people follow. Like you know, like you know, I am human being, whole human being. So this is al kul, but then you know, my eyes, my ears, my hands, my feet—they are my parts. So every whole contains parts. So that you know, this is Allah's creation. So you can see like animals; they have whole animal and parts of the animal. So parts are different from parts, so when you say like a cow, you mean the whole thing, but you can't say for the leg of the cow, Cow. you can't say for the eye of the cow, of the cow. you don't say like that. You don't apply the name of the whole to the parts, parts are parts. So this thing people always know, people always have been knowing the whole thing and the part thing. When Greek logic came philosophy they introduced another way, another thing, you know, more scientific concept, philosophical. We are not against that eh? if it can help people there is no, no problem in that eh? and Shah is one of the person who use this a, a lot and that is the concept of Al-Kulli and Al-Juzi. So, Al-Kulli and Juzi, Kulli is not whole and Juzi is not part, it is more actually you can say more uh, you know a term of the philosophy. So, what they mean by Kulli and Juzi, we have to understand this thing. So, you can see in this world uh, you know things are you can see so many things. And if you can put all those things in some categories, you can categorize every single thing. So, like example, we are here, you know, all in like Zaid, Muhammad, Amr, Bakr, Khalid, Fatima, all these people. If you want to put them in one single category, you say, insan, human being. The insan, human being, it basically a major category which includes all these people. If you want to put a human being and horse said. Donkeys and monkeys, and you know, dogs and cats, and all those things uh, in, in a major category. So, you say Hiawan animal. So, haiwan is in you know, a big family, and then after that, within that family, <coughs> there are so many things. There are human beings, there are this and this, so many different million types of uh, animals. They all fit uh, in the category of haiwan. So, haiwan means animal or living thing. Is Hiawan a cool? Horse is a cool, and then whole, legs of the horse and eye of the horse, it's, it's part. Human being is a cool, whole, and you can see my eye is part of me. But when I make a concept, Hiwan, and I say for, you know, is, a, you know, are these things. Horses, animals, horses, human beings, and cows and sheep, they are, they are human, So what happening here is, can you see the difference? But when I say I am a whole, and my, what is relation, relation between me and my eye? Keep in mind, and then think uh, relation between horse and between.